0: Hey, this is Allie Ballas, and I am a victim of the 2020 lockdown. All joking aside, I just want to hang, and I've heard a lot of people saying the same, and sometimes with people who I don't even know. And as we've come to realize, that is not okay during a pandemic. Even though we can't meet in person, doesn't mean we can't get outside of our bubble. This is about learning new things, stepping outside, and all while staying home. Just because we can't hang, there still can't hang. This week on Can't Hang, I hang with Nicole Bell, a registered massage therapist and certified coach. Nicole and I speak about the benefits of coaching for individuals, the ways that her clients have transformed, and how she herself has grown within the self-development world. Nicole is such a pleasure to speak with. I'm so excited to share this conversation. And now it is my pleasure to introduce you to Nicole Bell. So, welcome Nicole. This week, I'm really excited to chat with you about, um, I guess, your your multiple different businesses now. So, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So, I know Nicole from her, I don't know time, and you're still doing it, but as a massage therapist. Um, and like, let me tell you, she is the best. Like, I moved studios to keep going to her. So. Um but I'm always impressed by massage therapists because like obviously you're on your feet all day like this is a really labor intensive job like I know you've had some effects of this like can you kind of speak to that Yeah
1: so when we when I was in school our teachers always told us that to work kind of more part time hours like you should only be doing like hands on 15 to 20 hours a week and you're like okay who can afford that nobody can <laughs> And when you get into it more at the beginning, it was like, it was hard. Like my first few months, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this for the rest of my life? But then Mm -hmm. like anything, you build up the muscle strength, you build up the endurance and it was easy from there. So I think I worked too much because I was trying to, you know, pay off student loans and I loved what I was doing. So why wouldn't I work as much, but I'm almost seven years into the career. And I would say the last year I've really been seeing the effects on my body. Like I'm already starting to get arthritis in my hands. And before I used to do CrossFit and with the CrossFit with massage therapy, I was starting to get shoulder injuries. Yeah. it was also taking me out of sports i loved which I, I i've taken back from crossfit it's just with my profession it's just and the hard, the how hard crossfit is on the body was just a little bit too much mm-hmm. but yeah i've i definitely had to scale back my hours a lot has to do with as you know like i'm a more of a deep tissue therapist i like to work deeper i get in there i'm i'm more physical with my clients i'm not into the relaxation treatments all, that, all those types of things, which mm-hmm. there's benefits to it. That's just not how I treat, right? I'm very hands-on. So, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's taken a toll, but I wouldn't change it. Like that's how I treat. That's what I'm known for. And that's the benefits that I see have helped clients and myself um, definitely over the years. But yeah, now it's seven years into it. And that's when they said, they said around seven years or so, you're going to be feeling the effects of it. And mm-hmm. I to do, I don't want to give it up, but to do it more on a part-time basis, that's when I kind of got into life coaching to add something, mm-hmm. another avenue that I can help people in because that's what I'm truly passionate about is helping people. But then mm-hmm. it allows me to do both things. I still love while making a living.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And obviously I've been going to you for a while and like, yeah, I can totally see why you got into like life coaching because I feel like um when I would come for a massage, like it was not just like body therapy. I was like, oh man, I walked into that like a therapist session. So I'm like, that totally makes sense. So I'm so glad that you're doing that. But I am the worst for this. I always wait until my body is like, you know, screaming at me to actually get any sort of like treatment. What do you recommend as like a more of like a maintenance schedule, it, massage speaking?
1: Massage-wise, I usually tell my clients four to six weeks. I know a lot of people, they base it based on their benefits, what they have throughout the year, but Mm. definitely a four to six week with maintenance for the average person. I mean, most people... Even pre pandemic, had a lot of desk jobs. You're sitting, then you're sitting in your car commuting and all that. And that tension adds up, and people aren't working out as much. But I mean, it, it all depends on your lifestyle. Like people who are more, who work out more, who are way more active and harder on their body, they might need more f- frequent treatments. But I would say the mm-hmm. average person, about four to six weeks, throughout the year, you, people see in amazing benefits and less injuries and just less aches and pains and stress of tension in the body.
0: Yeah. That's so good to know. I feel like I was always like, I don't know. I'm just like not good at maintenance, like at all aspects of my life. So like, it's good to know like <laughs> when is a good time to go on a regular basis. I know I always get in trouble from my doctors um, for not going in whatever respect it is. But um, I guess now that you're into like two avenues of like care fields. Were you always like growing up, were you always kind of like interested in this like area of like the world, I guess, or industry that like cares for people, whether I know like your sisters are nurses or one of them is. So like, were you guys always kind of like interested in that kind of like area of like, or industry?
1: Um, I think so. When I was a kid growing up into actually high school, I um, I always wanted to be a teacher. So again, hmm helping people, teaching people, that kind hmm. of thing. And then I did, I actually went to university for two years for teaching, but with how the teaching world was becoming and the demands and how hard it was to get a job, I decided to switch. And that's when I went into massage therapy, because growing up, me and my sisters, we all, we played competitive ringette. So we were introduced to the physical therapy field with our injuries growing up and hmm. the benefit of that. And I love working. I love working with people. I love being around people. I've always been a people person. I think on every single report card I've had as a kid, it was like, great student but Nicole talks too much during class. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Even in high school I won the biggest gossip award, award at prom because <laughs> I just knew everything about everyone. Not that like I was a gossip and spread things but it was just, I've, it, I've just realized like going back looking on the past that it was always I've always been that where people feel like they can come to me and tell me things and Mm -hmm. ask for advice. But everything I've done, it's always been helping people. Like I was babysitting, like tutoring, then teaching. And it's always been there, that world of teaching and helping people. So I just never knew about coaching and that this was a profession until I was introduced to it a few years ago. And it's just blown my mind, the whole this world and industry.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I think it's, it like fits into like your, I guess, brand. I don't know if that's like what you really call it, but like so well. And I feel like it's just like such a seamless transition for you. Like you said, so what's like one common myth about like coaching that like you want to debunk? Like what, what is something that like people kind of like have an idea about that you're like, "Mm -mm, that's like not how it is.
1: A lot of people think coaching is fraud, Because in Canada, well, in the world, coaching technically isn't regulated, right? So like Mm -hmm. massage therapy, it's regulated. You need a license. You have to belong to a college. Like you pay your dues, that kind of stuff where coaching Mm -hmm. isn't. And it can't like people in every industry, people can lead you astray. But I mean, I did go take extra education. I'm certified with the Canadian Coach Alliance and an International Coaching Federation but we're also with coaching, it, we're not there to tell you what to do. And so people come to me and they're like, okay, tell me how I changed my life. Okay, that's not it. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to be support, to ask you the right questions, to really dig deep into, depending on what you're going into and we get, getting down to the root problem of different things that are holding you back in your life, whether it's your life, relationships, your job, to be happy, all those things. So where coaching is there as a support system and to help you uncover the deeper issues in your life and in your past and that what has held you behind, but we're not here to tell you what to do. And we're also not a therapist, mm-hmm. which I think is a big thing. People get confused. I think coaching and therapy is the same thing. It's not, it's two separate fields and it has its purpose for those reasons.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I think that that's, um, really great. And so like, can you give like a quick, like description of like what your services are? Like, like who is like the typical person that like you would see come to you as a client or like, what would you be able to offer?
1: So in my, my coaching, I typically, my type of client that I tend to work with are, um, is more on the life side of things. Um, People who are kind of lost in their lives, they aren't waking up not happy, whether they're unhappy in their relationship, their career, or they don't feel like they have a purpose. And the kind of um, women that I've worked with so far, too, are people who are new to the personal <laughs> development world, and they haven't done a lot of whether it's deconditioning, anything of, of subconscious work. Um Working out any even values, desires, any of those kinds of things and going through my typical is like a 90 day program and it's to create better habits in their life to start putting yourself first because a lot of these women they're just people pleasers and they're putting everybody else in their life first, making sure everybody else is happy, but not really understanding their own needs and their own happiness. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of the women I work with in my life coaching. Um, I've recently added grief support into um, my, my coaching world too. And that's just more support, like one-to-one support of people who have, if they've recently lost somebody and they've, it's like a first loss in their life or even if it was a few years ago and they're still struggling with that grief i just mm-hmm. need to be as, as a support system for those people
0: mm-hmm. so i guess with that being said like obviously there's a lot of like different things that one could do, like action items. Um, What is like one thing that like, if you could tell, I don't know, like, let's say the people of like anyone in Canada, like if you could tell everyone to do like just one thing a day um, that would improve their mental health, even like minimally, like, what would you, what would be your recommendation that like everyone, like men, women, like whoever, um, like a pretty easy thing that they would do like every day.
1: I think the first thing, especially during these pandemic times, is knowing that self-care isn't selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. Taking time for yourself, it is not selfish. You need to take care of yourself because if you don't, nobody else is going to. And Mm -hmm. you can't keep giving from an empty cup. So with that being said, I mean, self-care can look different for anybody. But my biggest one tool that I start all my clients off with if they're not doing to start with the mindset change and to start with the healthier thinking is to get um, a gratitude journal. And some I like better than others or some that are literally are only just gratitude. I mean, my favorite mm-hmm. one is the five minute journal because it goes through like three things you want to accomplish today three things you're grateful for and like three things that are going well in your life right now. Like it doesn't need to be a million things. It doesn't need to be hard, but mm-hmm. just looking at each day a little bit brighter, even though it only takes two minutes in the morning, over time, the impact it makes on somebody's mindset and their outlook at life during these tough times, it's it's actually anyone who'll do it at first will be like, feel stupid. This isn't going to actually make me feel better. I know I was one of those people when I first started this whole personal development journey a few years ago. And now it's something like I don't go without. And if I do go without it, like for a couple of weeks, I'll feel the impact. I'm like, Oh, I got to get back to like my morning Mm -hmm. to journaling. Cause it's, it's the easiest thing to, and the simplest step to
0: make a impact change in your life on a daily basis hmm I journaling is like something like I've mentioned this before on episodes. Like I am addicted to but like as soon as I lose that like like you said like if I go a couple weeks like I'm like oh my god I'm totally out of it but once I get back in it like I can totally notice myself like looking thing for things to be happy about or like looking for like positive things as opposed to like looking for negative things and like honestly if I could buy like everyone in my life a journal and like they would use it I just think it's like such a powerful tool like just to connect with yourself so I'm glad you said that. Who is like in the, I guess, like the personal development or like coaching world, who is like your biggest inspiration in this space? Like who is someone that like really has guided your practice, I guess?
1: There's a lot. There's a lot (laughs) of different coaches I've worked with over the years, but I think the biggest coach that, I mean, I've done programs and worked very closely with her is Carrie Russell Coaching. I don't know if you follow her. She was previously Goals and Grapes and she just rebranded. She's out. She actually lives in Milton. So she's local to the Ontario GTA area, but she has definitely been my biggest impact in life and in my business. She has working with her one-to-one and her outlook on life and just the things that how she has built her business over the past two years. Mm She literally the definition of like desires, like what Mm -hmm. I strive to be. And she has helped me so much with supporting me during, I mean, this especially this past year, this pandemic, I don't think I would have made it through on such a positive note this past year. And Mm -hmm. yeah, she's definitely been my biggest impact. Of good to
0: know
1: with yeah she's amazing yeah
0: I will definitely follow her I just like I was saying this to my sister the other day I was like man like I don't know if something's like changed but like I just love following like people that I a like don't really know and be like people that are like so um like positive or like share stuff that's like gonna make me better whether that's like something superficial like fashion like it's gonna make me like shop my closet more or like someone that's like making me think about stuff like I just like love following people like that. I'm just like so out of like following people I know right now. So I can't wait to follow her. Um, And I also love following you and your business account as well. But I feel like since the start of the pandemic, as you mentioned, my like anxiety is definitely heightened and, you know, like in combination with other things, I've really been suffering with my ability to sleep. And I've heard this from a lot of people actually so what kind of effects have you noticed most in your like clients that's directly related to the pandemic like in your own practice the news and
1: the media is mm-hmm. the biggest is the biggest outlook because as like we all know, so
0: like they like anxiety surrounding it type yeah, of thing? because mm-hmm. when
1: when you're watching them all they put out is fear and you need to do this or this is going to happen. And everything that comes out from them is just the bad that is happening right now in the world, the bad on whether it's the political side, the bad on everything. And Mm -hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, we need to educate ourselves, but that's also the power of social media is people are, I mean, so many people said social media, it's just, it's, This is what is creating an anxiety-ridden society. But at the end of the day, you get to choose what you consume. You don't have to turn on the news every single day and watch it 24-7. You don't Mm -hmm. have to follow those accounts that are negative, that are promoting... like, especially with females that are promoting like the skinny, like these bad diet fads, like you need to look like this. Oh, you can only accomplish this. If you have this surgery, you don't, you, you have the choice to, follow, like you said, people that are just spreading positive messages, like men and women who are out there empowering the world to be better and a happier place. You get to choose that and to educate yourself. There's so much out there about this virus and around the vaccine and around conspiracies. And at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And our world would be a very boring place if everybody had the exact same opinion, but Mm -hmm. know that you're entitled to that opinion and don't let anyone else change Mm -hmm. it. You can believe with what you believe, but you don't need to force your opinion on somebody else. And Mm -hmm. so much like news, um, like scientific journals and articles out there about what's going on in the world right now that if you're confused and you don't know, just access the right sources to educate yourself and then mm-hmm. you make an educated self based on you and your life and your what is best for your family with everything that's going on right now. Because what's good for you isn't
0: going to be what's good for me, right? So. Mm-hmm. For sure. With, like, social media especially, um, I've noticed, like – I I don't know if it's a good thing because it sucks that everyone's at home and like not able to do like the fun things we're always able to do, but like, it's just become like such of a more like real place for myself. Like, I don't know if it's maybe just the people I follow, like, because you're not like seeing people's like highlight reels, like necessarily anymore. You're not seeing like their trips and their fun and like out at the bar and like stuff like that. Like you're like just seeing their day-to-day life and like, you know what, like when, especially right here in Ontario, like when all of us from like, you know, Thunder Bay to like um london are in lockdown like what is your highlight reel like it's really nothing like it's i feel like it's just like really stripped down which is nice obviously like you still have to be like careful about your consumption of it um and like that it it still is sometimes like a highlight reel within the monotony of our like daily lives but i've kind of liked that shift a bit more so um i think that's like important to note i guess
1: no yeah No. i definitely agree. I feel like all those people who just post, like you said, the highlight reel of their life on Instagram, which isn't their real life and you don't have that anymore. So people are having to start to be a little bit more real and have those Hmm. conversations and what life really is. Like We do all have our happy days and the trips that are amazing, but we all do have our tough times and dark days and that's okay. And that's human. And you're allowed to have emotions and feel through those
0: emotions and mm-hmm. that's that's just a, all a part of being human right yeah I totally agree um you've kind of recently implemented like like you mentioned like your programs so, like you have some like group programs um and then also you mentioned like individual programs as well so like can you tell me a bit about these like so are they like all 90 days like what can they kind of like and I know you have a couple of different ones so, like what kind of Do you want to just give like a rundown of what you're kind of like offering right now? Absolutely.
1: So my my signature one-to-one program, I say is a 90 day, which is the personal um, transformation. And that's the one-to-one life coaching. It's just you and me type. We meet once a week. And with those clients, they usually have unlimited access to me through um, messenger throughout the week. And we always have a live one-to-one call, but I definitely have like, Smaller packages for somebody who, if they just want a one-off session, whether it's an hour, ninety minutes, whether it's for life or grief, I um, I offer those because I I like to work with my clients what work what they need right now and what works with within their life and their finances, and mm-hmm. then my signature group program, The Awakened Rose that is a group program. And to me, there's so much power in group programs, the energy is always so high. And it's always so special when like a group of women who are like minded, can come together and support each other, because there's so much in this life of women shaming. And we've all been there, like we were teenagers, where you're just putting down other women. And I feel like especially this year, it's, it's turning around about women supporting women and women empowerment. And it's, it's amazing. And that's why I like group programs. So mm-hmm. my program it's, it's four weeks and it is for somebody who's more on the beginning of their personal development journey. And we work through mindset, self-love, self-care and limiting beliefs. So a lot of the limiting beliefs is like undoing those conditionings that we had as a child growing up and, Mm -hmm. changing that mindset. And so it's a four week program and we have like a live call each week and we go through the different, um, the different topics each week and I there's homework and then it's all done through a Facebook group. So during that time, everyone can communicate with each other and support each other throughout that week. And there, I, I love group programs are one of my favorite things.
0: So Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Yeah, that sounds so great. And I know that like, it can just be like so empowering to have like people going through the same thing at the same time. This is like obviously a way different thing, but like when you do like, um, like I'm thinking specifically of like the F45 challenge, like so many people at my gym were like doing this challenge together. And it's like, okay, so if you give up, like it's not only just you that you're giving up on, it's like the group. So it's like not like, I know some people like don't always wanna have like the weight of others on them, but like it can just be like a motivating factor. So I think that that's like just- important, whether it's like, obviously like mental health or like personal development or like physical development as well. Um, so I like, I feel like group programs would be so cool. Um, what is one thing that like one of your programs, whether it was a one-on-one or a group program that, uh, your program did for your client that you didn't expect like an unexpected outcome, whether it was like, someone that was super shy or like someone who, um, like really lacked confidence or something like a really like incredible journey, like that you can speak to obviously keeping it anonymous, of course. Yeah. I I have
1: a few, I think there's two women that stand in mind and one, when she came to me and about a month into working together, she had gone into such a dark place like her depression had kind of taken over and she was working also not just with me but she was working with mental like health therapist a psychotherapist so I did I don't take on if I feel like I can't do what you need I will refer you to others that is beyond mm-hmm. my control but she had gotten into such a deep place of depression and not wanting to be here and no motivation. Like she just felt like she had no purpose in life. So I was like, Oh my gosh, this is beyond me. But she's like, no, I want to keep working with you with my therapist. And we ended up coming out on the other side. She is now a year later, completely different person is now starting to become a coach of herself because she said, even with it, the therapist helped her with her mental health, but she said it was ultimately like the work that I did, with you that made me redefine my purpose and my, why I'm actually meant to be here and what I want to do with my life. And I never thought I would ever be able to make that kind of impact on someone's life and to see her now working a job she loves and in happy and now helping other women. It's that to me was, oh, I don't Oh, I have like a little tear in my eye. That was so cute. Oh my god. I never thought I would be able to impact someone that way and and that's why I do what I do because I want I want to help other people. Mm-hmm. I I had, I had, was in a place years ago that a couple years ago that for me if I didn't have support of a coach and people around me that were really close. Like, I don't know where I would have been today either. And sometimes people don't have those, those support system in their life to go to. Mm -hmm. And that's where coaching can come in.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's so important. And obviously like that's your goal, but like, it's obviously not expected like that, those like incredible things are going to happen. So like, that's just congratulations on you too. Like, that's so awesome for you. Of course. So with your programs, I know you've recently launched um, your new website, which is like stunning and so nice. And that must be exciting for you. But what is like some next steps, like a future? Are you implementing like some different uh, programs or are you kind of like sticking with what you've got right now? What, what is kind of like the next, I don't know, let's say 2021 holding for you as far as you can tell?
1: (laughs) Well, I what I want to do is create more of the group programs or some masterminds. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be able to offer, maybe break down my signature group program into just like one topic and kind of host like maybe some shorter terms there because sometimes the longer one can be too long of of a commitment for someone who's new into the coaching realm or investment wise also. So Mm -hmm. Michael, that's what I've been starting to work on this year. And I really want to write a book. Oh my God. That's so cool. It's been something I've been like wanting to do. And so, yeah, I don't know if it'll be done in 2021, but it's definitely, yeah, it's a huge goal of mine is to start, is to start writing, writing more. Cause I really like it.
0: Yeah. It is that with like more about like coaching and stuff like that, like a personal development type of thing. Um, I, well, I kind of want to write more
1: of like a memoir of my life, even though I'm okay. only 20, I'm only almost 30. Like I'm not that old, <laughs> but I feel like I have gone through a lot in my life so far. And, a lot of the lessons I learned, which have pulled into personal development. And I mean, there's people, I'm not saying there's people who have been through way worse than I have, but mm-hmm. point, I, when you can learn from something, a hardship in your life and come out on the other side, like that's what life's all about. Everyone's going to have hard times, but mm-hmm. you're not the only one who has gone through that. And it's being able to find somewhere else or somebody who has been through something like what you have been and get that inspiration from and to grow and learn and make it a lesson and
0: move forward Mm -hmm. oh that's really exciting well I really hope you do publish a book because that would be amazing I love reading and I obviously obviously from being massaged by you countless times I feel like I know like a bit about your life but um that would be amazing so I really am excited for you for that thank you You're welcome. Um, so I always finish off my episodes with a round of rapid fire questions, obviously a little bit lighter. We're going to end on a little bit of a lighter note. So whenever you're ready, we will go. Okay. Go for it. All right. So the question I always ask is if you could hang with any five people, who would it be? They could be like famous or just friends or whoever. That's all. Okay. Five people I would like to hang
1: with. Um, my coach. I've never actually been with her in real life. So I'd love to <laughs> meet Gary Russell. Um, I'd love, Oh my gosh, this
0: is really hard. Um, <laughs> you're making this difficult. Like, I feel like a lot of people go with like, um, like a chef or like a singer or um, oh, oh, Taylor Swift. Love to meet mm-hmm. her. Love um, Taylor Swift. Oh
1: my gosh. I love her. I adore her. Um, I'd love to, oh, Kevin Hart. That would be mm-hmm. hilarious. Everyone needs humor in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a huge. Like I keep going to like athletes, but they're not
0: someone like, I feel like I would love to hang out with. Like they're really good at their sport, but like, I don't know, like, are they cool in real life? I I don't know. Like, right? um, um, I feel like five hmm. is too many. You should have just told me three. Okay. <laughs> we can't go with three we'll go with three. That's cool. Um, yeah, no worries. Okay. So I know this is like everyone's guilty pleasure right now. And I wish I didn't have time to watch as much TV as I do, but what show, if any, are you binging right now? Um, I just binged on the weekend Bridgerton. Oh, did you like it? Loved it. Okay. I'm so, I don't know. I'm very, very stuck right now. I don't know whether I'm going to like it or watch it. So the first, to know, weird, but Stick with okay. it. Love We'll okay. Love Bridgerton. Okay. Yes, I just read Shonda Rhimes' book, so like, I really should. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll try. I'll take your advice and I'll try to start it. Hmm. What is a favorite book that you've like fairly recently read?
1: Um. Recently, I just I finished um, just the other month "Untamed" by Glenna Doyle.
0: Mm, that was
1: amazing. Yeah. That was mm, like. Yes. A-
0: that's a read you could read a lot of times throughout your life. Okay. I I know I actually have it on myself and I don't know why. It's just like, I haven't read it yet, but okay. I will read that too. I feel like you're giving me so many good recommendations. What is something you accomplished at home because you were at home that you never would have gotten done otherwise? Um, Learning to cook from scratch more. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's like my one, well, not my one perk. There are a couple perks of living at home, but like the one of many perks is that I don't have to cook for myself all that much. So I like, guess I should be grateful for that.
1: There's a meme that says like the hardest thing through adulthood is having to decide what to cook every night for dinner for the rest of your life. i know
0: like it comes every day so quick you're like holy shit is it already dinner again like when i was living at school i'm like oh my god i don't even know what i want um yeah i'm not looking forward to that part um okay last question what is your biggest pet peeve
1: my biggest pet peeve is injustice oh good one um it's ever since I was little like it is something that like strikes a nerve and like boils a fire within me whenever I see injustice and hear about it which I know is a big thing that's happened in the world this year and there's like some documentaries on Netflix I can't even watch because I know if I know what the storyline is I'm like if I watch that I'm gonna be like physically
0: upset and hurting for the next few days it's like it hits me to the core Mm-hmm. no I can't, I can't relate like as deeply but like oh my god it drives me nuts too so that is a good one um, it has been so great to speak with you Nicole um, and thank you so much for coming on I obviously follow you very closely so I will keep my eye on anything that comes out and is new and I'm, I'm obviously hoping for big things for you in 2021 and I'm really excited for you so thank you so much for sharing with us today thank you so much for having me
1: on it was, this was so nice and I've been loving seeing what you have done since high school too it's been amazing to watch
0: oh thank you I'm Allie Dallas and you have been listening to Can't Hang thank you so much for tuning in if you loved today's show please subscribe and don't forget to leave a rating and a review Visit canhang.simplecast.com to check out all the incredible people I've interviewed and who's coming soon. Much love goes out to all those who have been posting about Can't Hang on social. Please tag me in your posts at Pod, and please continue to send me suggestions of who you'd love to see in future episodes. I have an incredible lineup, but I'm always looking for people outside my bubble. Please tune in next Thursday and hang with me and my next guest. This show is produced by me, Alia Ballas, and the music was created by Kwan.